Hey, everybody, you're listening to Crystal here with the Plant Pusher podcast. And what's really, really exciting is that we're here with you to always talk about all things plants, colors, textures, shapes, their impacts on your life. I love working with plants. I love introducing you to new plants. And here at Plant Pusher, that's what I do. I push you straight to the plants. Hey, everybody, it's Crystal your favorite plant pusher, pushing all the dope plants on you today. And today, I want to talk about hydrating them plants. Okay, listen, the reality is, is that we have all killed a plant or two before. Overwatering, underwatering, microwatering, you know, starving to death. It's really sad. I don't know if you've ever had to have a plant funeral. I have. I felt some kind of way about it. And then I had to go buy a plant, the same plant, to replace the plant I killed. It happens. Who really struggled with plants? Listen, I literally almost took out a whole family of succulents once upon a time because I kept wanting to give them all the water and they didn't need it. Okay, so we've all done it. You're not alone. If you are a uh, plant executioner, there's no judgment here. Just need a little bit of practice. That's all. You know, I'm here. I'm here to support you. <laughs> so I want to talk a lot about proper hydration of your plants and why proper hydration is so important for your plants. So, you know, just like humans, your plants need water to survive and thrive. Water is essential for various plant functions, you know, and you want to remember that including the photosynthesis process, the nutrient intake, you know, cell expansion, without adequate hydration, your plants can become stressed. They're going to wilt and they're going to eventually die. If you think about it, that's really how y'all act when you're thirsty out here in the world. Y'all get thirsty out here in the summertime. You get to looking lethargic and exhausted. You get stressed out because you're walking around trying to make it to a shady place. You don't have a drop of water in you. You probably had two mimosas before you showed up. And you had plans on having another drink of beer when you left. And before you know it, you're out here looking distressed, honey, just like these plants. I better not come to y'all house and see y'all plants dying. I'm going to be hurt, okay? So, much like you, your plants need some good loving. They need some deep hydration or less or in spurts as required by the variety of plant that you have. So I have a really dope app that I use where I can scan my, my plant, take a picture of it, and then it will tell me everything I need to know. Uh, if you've ever planted things next to each other by mistake and they kind of got a little too close and they got a little confused and maybe you didn't know what one was, the app comes in very handy. But it teaches me so much about what that particular plant may need if it's a new plant I've never considered before because some plants require more than I have time for. And then other plants, I just have to know up front so that I don't stress them out by overwatering them. But if you do overwater, I have a really dope solution. Check this out. Go to your local store. Go down your feminine hygiene aisle. And I know it sounds crazy. Buy a box of tampons. I know, I know. you like, what? Take tampon, put it in the soil. If you ever overwater your plant, this works like a dream. You place tampon in the soil, push the little, the, the little um, outer cartridge down into the soil, let the string hang out the soil. Boom. It's sucking up all the fluid. It's, it's pure genius. It's nothing but cotton sucking up the excess water. You can put two, three forties in your plants and boom, you have saved the plant because it's going to absorb the excess water. Y'all can't tell me that's not genius. Okay. I've tried it. It works. Okay. If you're a guy and you're in the feminine hygiene, I'll just know that people are going to know that you are in tune with the world. 
there's not going to be any judgment. Okay. Has no age barriers. Young. It doesn't matter. Get on it. Matter of fact, I would also think that if you have um, a pot that has like multiple chambers at the bottom, I might even be bold enough to put some sanitary napkins in the bottom to suck up any excess moisture that might gather in that bottom layer. But that's just me. I'm going really far. I'm digging here. Let me bring y'all back. Okay, so stay stay focused, stay focused. So are your plants getting enough water? So the key is to understand the specific water needs of each one of your plants. So think about that. Then know that different plants have different requirements based on the species, the size, you know, your environmental conditions. For example, if you live in a desert and it's super hot outside, I'm going to think that it's not going to be to your benefit to, you know, grow a bunch of thirst trap plants. We're going to stick to succulents. We're going to stick to cacti. We're going to stick to things that would survive really well in dry, harsh conditions. You know, um, um, not a Rose of Sharon. What's the other one? A Rose of Jericho, the Jericho plant, where it looks like it already died and had three funerals. And then if you put water on it, bam, it blossoms slowly like a clock. And you're like, I'll be damned. It's not dead. Now, it looks like a tumbleweed from hell. It really does. But once again, that particular plant is beautiful. A Jericho plant, they're gorgeous. They they don't root very deep at all. They're in balls literally like a tumbleweed. And when you add water, they slowly begin to turn green and come back to life. It's really quite amazing. Historically, those plants were also used as clocks, especially in times where women were giving birth. They would sit the plant in a bowl. They would apply water to it. And as the plant began to open, that's how they were gauging time. And so that's how they knew about a woman's contractions based on using that plant with a lot of midwives. Really, really dope stuff because plants have been out here, you know, giving us life for years. So be mindful of that. You want to research and understand your specific plants in your garden. You know, there are some general guidelines you kind of want to keep in mind. You want to check the soil moisture level before you water Check the moisture level by sticking your finger about an inch into the soil. If it feels dry, it's time to water. And you know, if it's still moist, honey, hold on on the water in a little bit longer. You know, got to keep it hydrated. But then you want to water really deeply. When you do water, make sure you water nice and deep. Encourage the roots to grow deeper into the soil. Make the plants more resilient. You know what I'm saying? Fix them up. Shallow watering can lead to shallow root growth because your plant is trying to only access what's on top. So remember, you want deeper. So when I'm playing something new, oftentimes I will soak my soil heavily until it's just drenched. And then I drain it really well, but all of the soil from top to bottom is soaked. So that new plant is given this big burst of moisture that it needs if that's a requirement for that particular type of plant. So that's something else for you to consider. Then you also want to think about the time of day you're watering. Um, water it in the morning. The best uh, time to water your plants is really in the morning when your temperatures are nice and cool. This allows the plant to absorb the water before the heat evaporates. Because, honey, the heat will suck anything good up. I mean, we leave y'all out there long enough, you'll be looking like dry leather. And that is not okay. We got to keep you hydrated too. Okay, so remember that. I don't want to see y'all out here looking like leathery plants. I need y'all to be hydrated, moist, and supple. Um, let's see. So I really feel like outside of that, being mindful when the water is going to evaporate, watering in the evening can lead to prolonged moisture on the leaves, which can promote a fungal disease. So be mindful if you're going to water in the evening, not to get the leaves too wet. You want the roots though to get nice and moist, but you can still water in the evening. Just be mindful, you know, and use different watering methods. You know, uh, you want to decide, do you want to mist it? 
Okay. Do you want it to be a slow, deep soak? Would you like it to be more of a rain shower? And consider watering deep at the root. They have these really, really dope contraptions. You can set the root of your plants, almost like a little rain jacket. And it traps the water at the root of your plant and then allows it to somewhat, if it's going to try to evaporate, to put those same droplets of water back down into the ground as it catches it. Um, so that's also really, really dope. And so I'm really big on at that. I usually will do that with some grass clippings around it, but I just do my best to really take care of the root of the plant. The leaves, eh, I will give them a light sprinkle or a sprinkle here and there. But for the most part, we focusing on these roots. I need long, strong, deep roots. I like a, a deep rooted plant. I also will put a lot of my nutrients in the roots of the plant as well. So putting it near the base, taking care of the base of plants is really important to me personally. So as you're watering and you're thinking about watering cycles, remember that as you hydrate your plants, if you make a mistake, there is no need to fret, honey. We're going to whip out some tampons, drop it in the soil like an action figure, and boom, we're saving lives over here. Straight plants. You know, it's kind of like the CPR that you give to a plant. I mean, I can imagine it. Can you? Breathing life back into the plant. I mean, it's what I'm going to do. So I love that idea. I also believe in allowing the plant to naturally uh, gauge its own watering. So, for example, I'm growing pineapple this season, which, by the way, is doing quite excellent. Okay, very well. But when I water, I literally water down the top of the pineapple. And because pineapple, if you take a look at the way the, the leaves spread out the top, it's almost in a angled position from multiple levels. It's like a little pyramid, right? And so I like to allow the water to funnel from the top and rain down in between the leaves all the way down to the root so that the entire plant is getting the moisture like a funnel. When I tell you, y'all, my pineapple plant is over there singing like Patti LaBelle, and I'm really proud, okay? Because now I got two of them going, and you can't tell me nothing. Now, I felt the same way when my peaches were like, you know, really popping and dropping. By the way, this last harvest was one for the books. Hundreds, hundreds of peaches, okay? It's been phenomenal. But I did something similar. I was really heavy on the roots. Um, and tell me how you're taking care of your, your, your plants and your trees. I really want to know because I, I have a, I have a confession. I have probably killed my pearl plant twice. And if somebody doesn't help me, there's no hope. I don't know if it's the cold or if it's my watering method, but somebody please reach out and uh, touch my hand because I need help. Okay, like a 70s duet. I need help. So let me know because I'm not above learning something new. So everybody has their weakness. The pearls, that's got to be mine because I swear to God, we tussle back and forth. Um, but let me know how you're watering, what you're doing and how you're caring for your plants. It's really important to me. I have fell in love with creating little ecosystems for hydrating plants. So I have some glassware and what I've done is I put soil in it in a little piece of a plant and I water it and I leave it under lights. And I don't know how this giant earthworm has gotten there, but he's huge, like baby snake size. And it's fine. I decided I don't care if he lives in the soil in my little ecosystem of my glass planetarium type of deal. But he's in there like making things happen. What he's eating, who the hell knows? I don't know. But um, I just have like a bunch of beautiful varieties of ivy in there. And it's in this huge glass container with a little opening. So when I first started, it was just like sticking one or two little plants in the soil and placing them. 
Um, I don't know where Mr. Earthworm has come from, but the soil looks so rich and so beautiful because he's in there. And occasionally I'll get like a spider or two in there and I just let them live. I like to see what they're doing. I want to see how it benefits my soil. My plants have not died to date. Um, it does have like a little spigot on it, which is really cute. So I can let the excess water out if I needed to. But over time, what I found is that my plant literally has created its own little ecosystem in this huge jar. And there's no lid on the jar. I'm just letting it, you know, plant go wild in there because I'm a little feral about it. And I want to see what's going to happen. And it's been one of my best to date. I just keep it in a very warm kind of well-lit area, plant these, you know, IVs and different varieties of ivies in there. And now it's like thriving like you wouldn't believe. And occasionally I see Mr. Earthworm in there. Um, he would scare most because he's quite large, but he doesn't scare me because I remember how small he used to be. Clearly he's eating well. Who am I to judge? Okay. Who am I to judge? So let him do his thing is the way I look at it. Okay. But what I do want to do is I'm like, what am I going to do as it gets bigger? I'm hoping it like crawls and becomes like this long plant, but whatever. So I tell you that because have a little fun. Try a new experience. Step out on the wild side. See what happens. I do all kind of crazy things. I'm watering my plants, y'all. I put my watermelon in pantyhose and stuff to keep them lifted up like they have on a bra because watermelon get heavy. Okay. And if you're trellising your watermelon, they need weight support because they big. Okay. They, 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 they listen, they got a lot of wagon. They dragging a lot of, a lot of weight in their wagons. And with that being said, I do all kind of crazy things like that. Put my watermelon in pantyhose. Um, grow things in the pockets of other things like old jeans. I love the way denim holds water. So it gives it like a good moist environment if I soak the jeans really good and then plant them all on the little fence line. It's so cute. Okay. I have to admit it really is. Okay. So, I mean, I do it too. So let's try something different. Let me know what y'all doing out there. Are we planting things in shoes? Old shoes. That'd be cute. Okay. I like that. I love it. I also want to try planting in umbrellas. I like the idea that, that the, the umbrella material, like the nylon material holds water. So the idea, if it holds water, can I grow moss? I'm going to keep y'all posted. I got some dope things coming up. I can't wait to try. But let me know what you're growing and how you're hydrating it. What have you, you know, taken to the other side of glory? Like, what have you killed by accident? What are you dying to learn how to properly hydrate? I told y'all, I really need help with my pearls, my string of pearls. Somebody, please. And I don't know if it's my climate or what, but somebody come help a sister out. Send me some notes. Drop it in the comment section. I need help over here because I'm your plant pusher. I love pushing dope plants on you. Okay? Love it. Matter of fact, if anybody's grandma has any wandering juice, I need some of those beautiful plants. I have two. I need more. I'm addicted. Okay? I like plants in the area that I sleep in. I like them in the area that I relax in. I love to look at them in my kitchen, outside. They're everywhere. I love plants. You want to know why? because I'm your plant pusher. So I can't wait to talk to you more. Stay tuned. We're going to learn a lot about plants together because I'm pushing all the dope plants on you and your fiery well-being. You stay tuned. It's Crystal, and I can't wait to share with you again. Enjoy. This show, Plant Pusher Podcast, is brought to you by Possibilities Podcast Platform. We appreciate you listening. 
Stay tuned. Your favorite episode is up next.